Welcome to Attached, a platform for adding breadth and depth to everyday living. I'm Yaakov Danishevsky, and this particular series is called Living with the Times, Chasidus to enhance our experience of the time period in the Jewish calendar. We know that when the month of Adar begins and as we get closer and closer to Purim, it's a time of focusing on Simcha, on joy and happiness. And we know that Simcha in Yiddishkeit is really focused on what's called Simcha Shel Mitzvah, the Simcha of doing mitzvos. And this is a tremendous, tremendously important piece of our Jewish lives is the focus on having joy and happiness in the mitzvot that we do, that we don't just relate to them as a list of to-dos, restrictions and obligations, a laundry list, a to-do list, but that they're actually something that we look forward to, something that we enjoy, something that we appreciate, something that, that we are excited about. There's a simcha shal mitzvah. The svarim all bring down the name of the Arizal that he was asked how he merited to be the one that would reveal such tremendous secrets and to reveal the essence of the Torah and the deepest teachings of the Torah and the secrets of the Torah. How did he merit to be the person that would bring that into the world to, after so many, so many people who were so holy came before him, he was asked, how did he, how did he the Arizal, get to be the one who brought all of this out? And his answer was because of the way he did mitzvot besimcha, the way that he engaged mitzvot in a way of simcha. The Rambam writes about Simcha Shal Mitzvah extensively. And the Rambam says that Simcha Shal Mitzvah, the joy of doing a mitzvah, he says, Avoda Gedolahi. It's a very big avoda. It takes a lot of work. It's not a simple thing. Sometimes we think that to be happy is, is the easy way. That's, that's kind of the, the feel-good stuff. To, to, be, to be more serious and, 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 and intense, that's, that's challenging and difficult. But the Ramam actually says that uh, Simcha Shal Mitzvah, that's an Avoda Gedolah. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of work. The question is why? Why is it so hard? What is it about it that's hard? So the Rambam gives an example as to how we know that it's so challenging and that it's such an important, it's such an important aspect of our lives and something to work on. The Rambam quotes the story from Nevi'im, the story of David, David HaMelech, when the Aron Kodesh was being brought and David HaMelech went in front of the Aron Kodesh and he danced. And it says he danced like a child. He danced with incredible enthusiasm. He danced like a person who was, who was just dancing with no cares in the world. He, was, he wasn't afraid of what anyone would think or any self-consciousness or embarrassment. He just went in front of the Aron Kodesh and danced Lifnei Hashem in front of Hashem with tremendous, tremendous joy. And the Simcha Shal Mitzvah, as we see from the Rambam and what he writes about there, what is it that brings us Simcha Shal Mitzvah? What is it that brings us the happiness of doing a mitzvah? It's the fact that we're Lifnei Hashem, that we're in front of Hashem. That when a person is doing a mitzvah in that moment, no matter where they are, no matter what is going on in their lives in that moment, they have just entered into a state of being Lifnei Hashem in front of Hashem. And what makes it so challenging though? So in the story that the Rambam brings is that when David HaMelech was doing this, Michal Bas Shaul, David's wife, Michal, made fun of him and told him that this is not the way that a king should act. And she criticized him and told him this is not the way that a king is supposed to conduct himself, that a king is supposed to conduct himself in a way of being more poised and more adult-like and more professional, let's call it, and more put together and not to go in front 
of of the Aron and dancing like a like a wild crazy person. But David Melach knew better, and David Melach said, "No, Lifne Hashem in front of Hashem. I am supposed to act that way. And the Simcha Shel Mitzvah, the joy of doing a mitzvah and being in front of Hashem, is supposed to bring out that incredible excitement, that youthful joy, the the unconscientious sense of total comfort." in just expressing the excitement of being in front of Hashem and doing a mitzvah. And I think this is really, in many ways, what makes it so hard to have Simcha Shal Mitzvah. Because in some ways, we feel that acting like that, being so excited, being so happy, letting ourselves go, letting ourselves loose, that that's something that's, that's more childlike. But that's not something that's respectable in a adult setting, in an adult kind of life, in a person who's living with maturity. That's not mature. And what the Rambam is teaching us from this story in Nach is that what Hashem wants from us is to be, in some ways, immature, to have a holy immaturity, to let our maturity of knowing that we're in front of Hashem bring out the part of us that is still so young and still so youthful and doesn't have the embarrassment or the consciousness, the, the self-consciousness, and, the, and, and has the ability to just go and just be there and just enjoy the time. And Purim, more than anything else, is really about this. Maybe more than any other day the whole year. And that's why Purim is such a day of Simcha. Because it's a day where we lose that conscientiousness. It's a day where we lose that, that false sense of I need to be so mature and so adult-like. We all dress up and a person is dressed up as who knows what. This person's a, a, a banana and this person's wearing a tutu. And this person's a, a, a truck driver, a fire truck driver. And, and, and this person's a ballerina and who knows what, and wearing costumes and masks, and we're all acting like children. We're letting it go. We're letting that veneer, that facade of that poised, put-together, perfect, adult-like self that we put on at times because we feel we need to. We're letting that go, letting ourselves enter into that childlike state of pure and unadulterated simcha, of joy of being in front of Hashem. And that's really where it comes to from the Megillah and from the story of Purim. Because ultimately what we realize from the story of Purim is that we are all children. Is that we realize that Hashem is our parent and that he's running the show and he's taking care of us. Because what does it mean to be a child? It means to be dependent. It means to realize that I'm still dependent. And so we think sometimes that as adults we're not dependent anymore. The story of Purim comes to show us that we're still completely and utterly dependent. That we're still completely and utterly children. We're Hashem's children. And that he's running the show and that he takes care of all of it. And so on children, on, on Purim, when we see that, when we realize that, we can let go of the adult-like ways that we're held back and that we're constrained. We can allow ourselves to be children, to have that youthful joy of being a child by dressing up, by mishloach manos, giving each other candies and foods and food that, that, that kids like most of the time. And, you know, like my kids, you know, they, they want to take, sometimes they want to take extra snacks to school to trade with their friends. It's like a mishloach manos. Adults don't typically do that. But on Purim, that's exactly what we do. We trade. We trade snacks. It's like we're taking a snack back to school and trading with our friends. That's mishloach manos. Because on children, we're Purim and we're dressed up like Purim and we're acting like Purim. A malik comes. A malik comes and says, no, 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 no. Be more adult-like. Question, question, and, and be critical and be unsure and uncertain. Take yourself a little more seriously. Entertain some doubts. 
Amalek is gematria suffolk of doubt. It's also gematria of ram, which means to be held up high, hold yourself in a, take yourself very seriously. On Purim, we take ourselves a little less seriously. Like David Amalek, David Amalek took himself a little less seriously. He allowed himself to be a child in front of Hashem. And it's interesting because we say, when, when, when Purim comes, when Adar comes, we increase, we're marbe in Simcha. And marbim is like increasing. It's, it's a sense of almost growing up, becoming bigger, more adult-like. But yet, we do that from the perspective, from the experience of being a child. The simcha of a child. The simcha of being just free and loose and not having that self-consciousness of the adult. And maybe that's because really the child, excuse me, the adult, the adult, the marbim, the grown-up, really longs for that childlike energy and enthusiasm also. So the simcha is that even as we're marbim, even as we're increasing, we're growing up, but we're still besimcha, we're still able to hold on to that childlike simcha. And on, 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 in, on, in Adar and on Purim, we enter that and we embrace that and we experience that and we let it all go. We put on crazy, ridiculous costumes. Adalo, yada, we allow the total freedom to come to come out through us and to express itself and to enter into a state of lifne Hashem. Adar is Aleph Dar. It's the time where the Aleph, the Echad, Hashem, the Alufo Shal Olam, <clears throat> the master of the world is Dar, is living with us. And that's the ultimate Simcha because we can be a child again. We can be utterly dependent on Hashem and allow ourselves to experience the incredible Simcha that comes along with that. enjoyed this, please follow us on WhatsApp, YouTube, or Instagram. All our podcast series can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. I'd love to hear from you, so please reach out with questions, comments, or suggestions, or to be added to our WhatsApp groups. You can reach us through email using yakov, Y-A-K-O-V, dot attached, at gmail.com, or on WhatsApp at 773-888-2413.